Welcome to the Mad Hustle Podcast, the place where motivation meets inspiration. It's where hard work pays off and excuses are for people who don't want to win. If you want to learn how to sell a show in Hollywood, then buckle up, pay attention, and leave your ego outside. Now here's the host of the Mad Hustle Podcast, a 30-year Hollywood veteran that's negotiated multi-million dollar deals, whose television creations and other entertainment projects have been shown around the world, influenced millions of people for generations to come. A man who wants you to win even more than you do, Butch Hartman. Remember, the dream is free, but the hustle is sold separately. Welcome to the Mad Hustle Podcast. This is Butch Hartman speaking. Hello, America and the rest of the countries. How many countries should I mention? I don't know, but this is Julianne Hartman. That's right. I was about to... Julianne Hartman, my beautiful red-headed wife. Hello, Julianne. Hi. How are you guys? Well, no one, you can't hear anybody yeah, else. Yeah, I know. No, I'm, you're saying wherever you're listening to it. How is everybody? You're saying, I'm great. And then you're supposed to say, how, how are you? Well, I'm just going to tell you, I'm doing great too. And uh, She always makes I... me feel so much better. I'll be going through moments. There's moments I go through. And uh, my wife is always there to help pull me out. And I. Um, how I, could you I'm be grateful. in a bad mood? It's 82 degrees here in sunny California. I know. I really can't be in a bad mood. And I no, not even that. It's like when you're starting, it's funny. Our, our title of our episode today is uh, Moving Mountains. Yes. So uh, we've been moving some major mountains in our life the last couple of weeks. And um, you're going, when, when you're in the middle of mountain moving, you're pushing this giant this giant rock up a hill. You're like, how do I get behind this rock? Why am I on this hill? Whose idea was this? Why am I doing this? And you're like, wow, uh, maybe I should have tried something else. But uh, here's the greatest thing. Sometimes the bigger the rock and the harder the climb, the sweeter the reward is when you push it over the hill, finally it starts rolling. You're going to push that big rock over that hill and the momentum is just going to, you know, pick up speed and just do all these things you've wanted it to do. And that's the exciting part. So, you know, I kind of remember at, that. Yes. You know what, how I kind of look at things. I am not going to get into my 80s and 90s, possibly 100. Well, that's thir- that, That's like, that's, I was going to say. No, that's, that's 20 like, years from now. No, I was going to say that's like <laughs> 30,000 years from now. That's yeah. what I was about. No, but I'm not going to get there and one, say, I? I wish I would have done certain things. I know. I am so not going to be there because at 85 or 90 years old, Will I still move a mountain? I don't even know. Will I, will I have the energy to? But I'm not. But one thing I do know is that right now I can do that. And so I'm going to do everything that I can. And I hope you all are listening to this too. Because I am, I'm really, I'm, I'm imploring you to go do something. To step out, do something great, leave a legacy. Because if you don't leave one, Someone else will, and you may not like the legacy that your children might be looking at. Someone else's legacy that someone might be looking at. Exactly. You want them to look at yours. No, exactly. And and what does legacy mean to you? Um, if somebody like, let's say you were to leave the earth right now, what would people say about you? What would you look back upon your life as having accomplished? And this is not to judge or point fingers or anything, but what are you doing right now that will show people that this person, you, you really went for it. You did exactly what you wanted to do. And you know what? You inspired somebody else. I get, I get fan letters all the time and they just move me to tears. Almost sometimes people say, you know, you're an inspiration to me. I want to be just like you and that sort of thing. And it really does mean the world to me whenever I get a fan letter like that. And, and, uh, it's uh, any of any of you who've written fan letters like that. I thank you so very much for that. Cause there are some people who say very nasty things we don't like the nasty things, obviously, but the, the good notes and the good words are far, far outweigh the bad stuff. So, and by the way, the same in your life too. I, you know, it's, we have a, 
uh, meeting we go to every week. We have a Bible study, and we always ask people, name one good thing that happened to you this week. And people are kind of hesitant to name one good thing, but they can sure start naming the bad things. Yeah, name me one bad thing that happened this week. And they're like, oh my gosh. All the hands happened. go up. Yeah, everyone, and this happened. Like, everyone okay, knows one the bad stuff. You do not even write down or remember <laughs> one good thing. It could have been somebody opened the door for you. Like, Whatever. I mean, it might be said, but we've got to really you woke up and, and could see and yes. stand and, and, and you're healthy. That, that's Absolutely. And so, but see, we take that for granted every day. And so we, we really do. We really do. And until it's taken away from you, you know, until maybe something happens and all of a sudden you're not, you're like, man, I would do anything. You know, many years ago I was sick and um, I love to work out and I used to work out six hours a day, six days a week. And um, not that I was a fan of running, but I did run at times, and I loved, I did love to run, but I'm, I'm not like... And you'd always I come back. you run, but you'd always come back. Yeah, I wasn't like a fan of like, I run 10 miles a day, there's no way. But, you know, like once a week, I would just go on a run because, mm -hmm. you know, just mm -hmm. kind of change it up a little bit. But when I was sick and I could not run, I would be sitting at stoplights and someone would be running and they'd run through the crosswalk and I would just start to cry because I wanted to run and I couldn't. You were jealous. Yeah. yeah I felt, you, you, well, you I was like, not you, so much jealous. I was just sad because I... Bad I, word, not jealous, but you were like, wow, you were longing to do that. Again. I was longing right. to do it. So that's why we can't take anything for granted. So... Don't take anything for granted, you know? Yeah. Maybe that's the title of our episode this week. Don't take anything for granted. No, that just sounds... Uh, uh, but, but listen, guys, uh, we're just glad you're here. Hope you had a great week. Don't forget to get our book, uh, my book, Mad Hustle. It's on Amazon or madhustlebook.com. You can do that. Go to our new YouTube channel called Vision Possible. And uh, Vision Possible is our uh, channel where we have five teachings one day a week, every day, one day a week, every day, every day. Every day there's a new teacher on there that's teaching something about finance or about leadership or about entertainment. It's all uh, new teachers. Not all new teachers. What am I saying? It's all. No, it's all of us. It's new teachings. It's all of us with new yeah. teachings. I can't talk right now. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, it's five teachers, five days a week, all new stuff. Uh, it's live and we talk about the things that we're experts in and there's some great teachers, Vision Possible, help you get your goals uh, in line. And we're talking about. Well, before know, I want to mention this though. Yes. We are, we are definitely launching our platform on XOTV for Vision Possible. And that is a subscription-based platform. So go check out XOTV. It's but a, you're going to get so much out of it. Go check it out, and uh, you're going to see what's on there. And then we are making, we just made a huge announcement. We just did a big Zoom call um, on on Monday where we got to talk to many people. That was, was from so our vision. Fun. It was a Vision Possible yeah, Zoom call. It was call. live, it all was five of us with all the people we had join us. And it was amazing. Yep. And that is just a little bit of what you will get if you become a subscriber. And it's like... On Vision Possible. It's like nothing. It's like a couple bucks. Yeah, so like XOTV is basically a brand new form of YouTube. It's another platform. It's like a YouTube-based kind, of kind of a platform. And we love the people over there on Oh, XOTV. they're fantastic. Yes. And uh, anyway, Vision Possible over there like julianne said we did just have this awesome live zoom call we got to meet all the vision possible uh not all but a bunch of the vision possible i just can't talk today we got to meet a bunch <laughs> of the vision possible Wait, stop i'm stopping oh snap me out of it we just met, met a bunch of the vision possible listeners and viewers and got to interact with them and it was really really cool and we're gonna have another zoom call pretty soon so keep your ears open for that so and um we have something new you want to do today you want to ask me a trivia question yeah because right? you always ask me the trivia question and mm -hmm. i never well i'm still I get, gonna ask you one well what's interesting is i get half of it right for some reason i get like the hardest part right i think just by but, osmosis you've absorbed but all i just my nerdiness. Asked, here's what i did though i asked our daughter because she's a nerd just like you 
So I asked Sophia. My beautiful daughter, Sophia. Yeah, yeah. I asked her for a trivia question. Are you ready that for it? That would stump me? Yeah. Is this going to stump me? It's going to stump you. Oh, wow. Okay, here we go. Okay. Are you ready? No. Do I know get to know the category? Is it movies, no. comic books, actors? No. Is it? No. It's a National you're Geographic. You're so smart, you'll figure this out. I don't think so. Go ahead. Okay. How much power does it take to fuel the flux capacitor in Back to the Future? Oh, my God. 1.21 gigawatts. Oh, my God. Uh, she said it she you, said it was hard. That's a hard... No, for a, for a normal human, probably. <laughs> you guys all know 1.21 gigawatts. Ah, uh, Sophia. And Marty McFly goes, what the heck is a gigawatt, Doc? Yeah, so... Oh, that's it. That's well, um, I'm going to find another one just because that You want a trivia question? You want a trivia okay. question for me? Why don't we get into what we're talking about and then you can spring it on me. Okay. You're well, but never, first of all, I want to talk ever about, guess the one I we know. have a nice little cute story that you told that we are going to talk about that you told me about, about the lottery. Oh yeah. I was reading this online today. Yes, it was so cute. We want to give you like a, uh, well, first of all, you're going to turn people off when you say it's cute. Let's say it's interesting. Okay. It's interesting. How about that? Let me find it here. Uh, hold on. Going to Google. Where's the Googleness? There it is. You know, well, we like to bring you like stuff because you know what? Here we live is. in a world where there's so many, so much bad news all the time. We want to give you some good news. Oh, here we go. This is um, it's from a thing called um, Odd News, uh, and, and the title uh, headline is "Work Errand to Buy Dish Soap Leads a Man to a One Million Dollar Lottery Jackpot." Whoa! Wow! A man, a man who stopped at a Virginia store to buy dish soap for his job. Ended up winning $1 million in lottery prizes while running the errand. Brian Jasper of Fuquay, Verena, North Carolina. Oh my gosh, my sister lived there. Do you remember that? Fuquay, Verena? Yes. You're kidding me. I am not kidding. I thought, it, I thought she lived in, no, I thought she lived like in uh, no, Fayetteville. She lived in two different places. Fuquay, Verena? Yes, because I remember thinking, how do you spell that? Anybody out there in Fuquay, Verena? Oh my gosh. All right, wait, wait. Brian Jasper told Virginia lottery officials he builds paint booths for body shops. And during a recent job in the Fredericksburg, Virginia area, he stopped into the Royal Farm store to pick up dish soap he needed for the job. Jasper said he decided to buy a Commonwealth scratch-off lottery ticket. A scratch-off? Jeez. In the store, and he scratched a ticket when he got back to his work. I saw all the zeros, and it blew my mind. Oh, my gosh. I never, I've never won something like this before. The ticket was a million-dollar top prize Did he quit winner. his job? That's the question. Jasper said he plans to invest his winnings back into his small business. Good. A wise man. A million dollars today, you don't quit your job over a million dollars. No, that's unless, true. Unless your job is winning lottery ticket. By you know, finding one, lottery tickets that win. We are going to get to our subject, but one thing about these lottery wins, the windfalls, is because a lot of times people are not used to that kind of money. Yeah. They get millions of dollars yep. and they go bankrupt really quick because they've never trained on what to do, how to how to handle their money, how to steward their money, and all that stuff. So yep. it can be a train wreck at times. So you got to make sure that you know you know what you're doing with your money, or it will literally. The Bible talks about having uh, holes in your pockets that money will fall out of your pocket so fast no absolutely you won't even realize what happened Gosh. absolutely all right so moving mountains um oh that's what we're talking about today yeah can you move a mountain by yourself um you know mountains are pretty pretty uh pretty big things and so when you say a mountain do you mean like a physical mountain you mean like, a, like if i look up and see a mountain like pike's peak to move that mountain is that what you're talking about well the only way you can move that mountain would be if you actually, you know, 
I've been up there many, we've been up there many times. And sometimes when the cloud cover comes, it looks like the mountain is gone. <laughs> That's the only way. Right, exactly. You could do it. No, I mean, not not a literal mountain, but I'm talking about the mountain that's right before you in your business yeah. or in your personal life. Something that seems so big, so immovable. Like, where do you begin? Well, I'll share, I'll share a brief story um, and I'll... I'll, I'll I won't get into too much detail, but recently we've been working on a, on a, a platform, a, uh, a, a, a streaming platform and you work with developers and they're wonderful people, but we had to go through a bunch of different, um, um, sort of details about the platform. Right. And it was really daunting. It was like one of those things where we had to change a few things because there was some last minute things that didn't work. And we're like, Whoa. And, and for some reason it kind of started to build up on one day and it was like, Whoa, we got to deal with this today. And, it was not an emergency in any way, shape, or form, but it was one of those big mountains. It was like it was just a big thing we had to deal with right then. And I, right. and I, um, fortunately, from all the mountain moving we've done in our lives before, I knew how to handle it. I well, was, see that. We'll stop right there because right. that's really great. I mean, what happens when you aren't equipped and don't know what to do? Yeah, I know. And that's then you that's, have to hire out the help. Yeah. Well, that. Well, and by the way, hiring out the help is one thing, and that's fine if you have the means to do that. But maybe there's a time where you don't have time to hire out help. Right. And to be honest with you, developing this platform that we're developing, I really felt I needed to take ownership of it. Uh, and not just the fact that we own it monetarily, but I need to take ownership of this and know exactly what they're doing. I, I, need, think, I need to know the inner workings of I this I was going to say, I think just you getting uh, going inside of it and really working the inner mm -hmm. part of it, mm -hmm. the back end of it, really made you feel like, okay, like this is like... You, like you claimed your territory. Well, sort of in a way, yeah. But it was one of those things where, and then, oh, and then we were visiting our daughter, yeah, in Tennessee. And I'll be vague about this too, only because it's very detailed. But um, something came up where I had to take care of it myself over the weekend. Right. And it was like I was, I wasn't in my normal space where I'm here at the office here with all my stuff. We were visiting our daughter. I had my laptop, but I had to do this giant task. It would take about thirty people to do, and I did it in a weekend. And yeah. it was like, wow. Uh, now there's still some tweaks we have to make and all that sort of thing right. and we're, and it's all working out fine. But I was like, wow, I'm actually kind of glad I went through that because now I have that experience under my belt. And so now when the next mountain comes up, it won't scare me as much. In fact, a few things have come up since then in the last couple of weeks. And I'm like, you know what? I can handle this now because I, I elected to put myself through the training process. Right. And you guys got to understand that too. You know, here's the thing. When, you, when a mountain comes up in front of you, um, it ain't moving unless you, either, you move unless it. you move it or you walk around it. And by the way, when you're walking around it, uh, you might lose the momentum you had as you were heading toward that mountain. Sometimes your momentum will carry you right through it, man. You're, you're off, you're running, you're doing your thing. You know, you're writing that screenplay, you're doing this and boom, this thing comes up, your computer crashes, your computer dies. What do you do? Oh my gosh, I got to get another computer. This story is just coming out of me. I got to write it. So you pull out a notepad, start writing it down with a piece of paper and then you transcribe it later. I don't know what the mountain would be. Or maybe there's finances that are due. My car broke down, but I got to get to this meeting. There's a big pitch meeting I have and I've got to get there. So you figure it out. You have a friend drive you. Or, Uber. Or, or you Uber or you just get there. You, you make know, it happen. If you, know? you think about it, if you guys can visualize a huge like brown, like a mountain behind, you know, in front of you. Some kind of a, of a peak of some kind. Yes. And if you think about it, you can either uh, dig a hole and at the base and go through that way. Right. But you're going to have to make sure that you are getting your, your ceiling supported as you go because it could all cave in on you. Um, and then or you can walk around it which might take a long time. Or you can blow it to smithereens. Right, or you can walk up it and then walk down it. 
But in the walking up and the walking down, you got to make sure that you don't slip and fall. I mean, you know, there, there's there's all kinds of things. I mean, I know that's like a, a metaphor for, you know, something that's sitting. Well, in I mean, I'll just you. say this, you know, you guys, everybody out there, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, chances are you want to sell a show in Hollywood because this is all about pitching shows in Hollywood. If you've got that project that you want to sell, you're going to find mountain after mountain after mountain in your way. In fact, just today, we've been talking to several people about know. projects and things. And each one is in a different state of being complete. In fact, we had three calls today. We did. Uh, three different people who uh, either wanted advice or wanted our help or whatever it was. And um, it's like each one of these people has mountains to climb. And not, not that we're the mountain, but we go, if you want, we, we were saying to one person, you've got to do this. And this person right. took it very well. Some other people didn't take it as well. And then some other people are just starting out and they're just curious as to what the next steps would be. And so we need to make sure uh, in our walk that we are prepared. In fact, one person we met with today, I was really, I really respected this person. They said, I'm going to pitch you this show, but I'm not ready yet. I just, right. wanted, I just wanted to know the steps and how to do this. I'm going to come back. And I was like, wow, that's really awesome. Good for you. You know, they really want to get their ducks in a row before they come in. With and that's, package. that's true because you know what? They might not, it may not be completely flushed out and the show may not be right. appealing to you and you may not get a chance to go back in that office again. I know, you know, I've been, I've been to the Netflix offices many times. And when you go into uh, the lobby of Netflix, I've never been in a lobby like this in my life. First, it's a massive lobby with a big, uh, LCD screen all the way around the lobby and they're showing Netflix previews all on this giant screen. They're beautiful and the way they're animated and stuff. Um, but there's like 75 people in that lobby waiting to go pitch shows to Netflix. Just, I, just on the day that you're there, like that's the day I was there. I'm like, there's, I was counting my partner and I were like, one, two, we were counting all the people. I'm like, so the competition is fierce. It is fierce out there. And if you are not ready to climb those mountains, just in fact, by the way, that lobby was a mountain. You walk into a lobby like that and you're like, wow, this is a big, you, know, well, you might get that, intimidated just by the number of people in the say, lobby. So you better really love your project. Yeah. <laughs> because you're going to go through a lot of stuff. And be, and by the way, all the people in that lobby, this is a couple of years ago. I guarantee I haven't even seen their projects on the air. Yeah. I mean, maybe one or two maybe got past that lobby that day, but I don't even but, know. But the bottom line is, though, man, if you don't love your project that much, why would you go through all that? And it's a lot to go through. It really is because... Um, you know, people, not everybody's going to love your project now. And maybe there are some that do love your project and then let's say they green light it, but then there's a lot of, you know, obstacles that come up as a result of it. It's never just this smooth sailing. It really depends on your attitude. Cause here's the thing when you're dealing and working with people, there's always problems. <laughs> people are, and by the way, I, I include, always problems I include myself in this cause I'm a person too, but yeah. people are always going to let you down. Uh, and including myself because, because listen, we're flawed, we're people. And if you ever count on people, they're always going to let you down because they're never going to follow the script that you have in your head. Right. See, that's why you just, you, you, if your project is something that you love and that you really, really believe in, like we talked to, you know, a, a lady today that, you know, also had said that, you know, they really weren't, um, sure of their show yet. And, um, so, but that, you know, she appreciated our time and, you know, to us, it'd be like, don't come here if you really don't, you know, are a hundred percent. Like she wasn't sure that she loved the show. Um, and so I just feel like, why would you come and pitch something that you don't love? 
I mean, that makes no sense because it almost becomes a child of yours because you're going to work on it and you're going to work long hours on it, you right? The, so like maybe when the baby wakes up and is crying and needs to be fed, yes. you know, it's like you're going to work long hours on it. So you you better love it or you're going to hate this. It's going to be like that stepchild that you didn't like. Well, you know, like um, Fairly Odd Parents, we'll just use that as an example because I happen to know a little bit about that show. You know, we just were, a little. No, but that was a show when I pitched it to Nickelodeon over 20 years ago. It was um, something I absolutely loved. I couldn't wait to work on it every yeah, day. Yeah, I know. And then every day I'd go to work. Remember how excited I was to go to work? I can't wait to go to work. I get to work on my I cartoon. I thought you were just waiting to get away from me. No, no, no. Okay. No. But I was, um, I, I couldn't wait to go to work. And now here it is. Um, in the year 2021, we're getting to make a Fairly Odd Parents live action show now, which is amazing because all the time and effort my team and I were able to put on Fairly Odd Parents for all those years. Now it's paying off in, in, in for another totally. generation. But here's another thing, guys, too. Speaking of the Fairly Odd Parents live action show, um, as we record this, it's April of 2021. We were contacted about the Fairly Odd Parents live action show in July of 2020. Yes. So let me just t t tell you, I, the reason I say that is because of this. You talk about a mountain to climb. They called me in July of 2021 to make a live action show for the parents. We're like, well, this is fantastic. And you're sitting there waiting you're like when for something to happen. And this is not anyone's fault. But these big corporations, they sometimes will wait a while. Not wait, but they'll just, you know, there's a lot of people to talk to and a lot of hoops to jump through. Well, COVID did not help. COVID did not help at all. And so anyway, long, long story short, here we are like eight months later. And now we were finally able to announce it. But that guys, that was eight months of kind of waiting and talking a little bit and wondering and being patient. We're trying I, the, the point I'm trying to make here is being patient will help you tremendously. What if I had flown off the handle? You know, um, like, why aren't you guys making this as quickly as I want you to? Why isn't this happening as fast as I want? See, that was a mountain for me to move. I had to move the mountain of impatience, which yes. is a very huge mountain to move. Sometimes we have to move the mountain of emotion. And that mountain can be one of the hardest to move because everybody's emotional, including me. I'm feeling emotional right now. But getting emotional, guys, is not going to help you um, in a situation like that because all you're going to do is delay things for people and you're going to make them not want to work with you. And yeah. I'm, glad we, I'm glad we worked that out. I mean, I we when we got the call, we're like, cool. We're just going to hang out. We're going to wait. And by the way, you and I put things in God's hands all the time, too. We're like, look, if, if God wants this to happen, it's going to happen. He's going to make it happen. And, and by the way, the Bible does say whatever things we ask for when we pray, Mark eleven twenty four, 24, whatever things we ask when we pray, we believe we receive it. We're going to have it. We stand on that scripture and we believe that stuff. Absolutely. And so we're like, look, this is going to happen. We're going to be cool about this. We're not going to freak out. In the I know, meantime, was, we do other things. It was so hard not to tell people because I know the fans want to know so bad about that kind of stuff. Oh, we We're couldn't like, tell. No, them. we can't tell anybody. And there's a few other things coming up too we can't tell. Oh, really? What kind yes. of things? Yes. Uh, well, I can't tell. I know, we can't tell. But guys, we're, we're excited that you have... Um, um, first of all, wanted to be part of this podcast and we're going to be expanding this as, uh, as well. We want to come up with more topics you guys want to hear about. And, uh, one other thing, if you guys give us a five-star review, uh, we will read your review on the air. In fact, I've got a review here to read right now. Uh, aren't you excited how I have oh, this? Oh, this at is the so ready? fun. Yes. Yeah. This is from Ace R. Haynes. 
I really appreciate this podcast. The Mad Hustle podcast applies to everyone. It doesn't matter if you're mad hustling to get a show in Hollywood or a student pursuing their degree. It doesn't matter the season of your life you're in. Everyone needs Mad Hustle in some aspect of your life. Love this podcast. It's inspiring. Thank Butch. Thanks, Butch, for this amazing podcast. God bless. Wasn't that nice? That's so nice. If you guys give us a five-star review, we will read your uh, review on the air. And there's a few more here. This is really, really cool. Um, and we're just so grateful that you guys um, even listen because we want to help you get through all the all the mountain moving I did in my career. I I would be nothing if I didn't try and pass it down to people listening right now. I want you guys not to make the same mistakes I did. Um, one of the people I talked to on the phone today uh, had had shown us a project and it was wonderful. It was a wonderful project. Yeah, it was a wonderful project. And we were just one of those people that he uh, opted to show it to. And we were just so grateful to see it. We gave him a few pointers and this person took it like just a champion and just yeah. want, and was like, thank And they were, they were like, thank you. And that's, what's great. Cause he was open to, open. to hear. And that's another mountain you got to yeah. move guys. You got to move that mountain of, I guess the word would be pride. Sometimes we don't want to hear. And listen, you're talking to the worst pride person yes. of all time. I didn't want to hear anything Listen about my to show. Me. Yes, I agree. Other no. than the fact, <laughs> I know, I know. But other than the fact, I, all I wanted to hear was, this is great. How, I, I didn't want to hear. Right. I, I was always Go thinking, back and make it better. Yeah, I was, I was never thinking it needs to be improved. I was never thinking that. But uh, you know what? Sometimes notes are good. And, they uh, are. But we've got some great people we work with that are very open to notes. And we're just uh, excited that they... Um, that they are, are so open. So thank you guys. And listen, um, we want to talk about the stuff you guys want to talk about. So um, you can get a hold of us. You can, you can email me at askbutchhartman at gmail.com. You can get a hold of me on Instagram. You can instant message me. I want to hear the topics you want to talk about on Mad Hustle. What are you most curious about when it comes to pitching shows? Is it about the writing process? Is it about the getting the meeting in the first place? One other thing I want to say too. When you, everybody wants to make a show and get a show ready to pitch, but are you set up and ready to make that show once it gets sold? Let's say you sold that show. Are you ready to run the show day to day and make things happen? Oh, do you way? know how to run a show? Day do you know to how day? to run a show? There, there's uh, many folks I talk to that want to get that show, but they don't really have that much experience. Now, I'm not saying they can't get the experience and make it great. Right. Maybe they can. I personally prefer have a little bit of experience before you get in there because you don't want to blow the opportunity. Right. You don't want to blow the opportunity. You want to be ready to catch that ball. Isn't it crazy how people remember you the most about your failures? They don't really remember you so much about. It's like your failures. Are you saying people on the internet would say mean things about no, your failures? No, but I'm I, just I saying. I can't believe like, that would happen. You know, people that you work with, if you weren't ready, it'd be like, oh, don't work with him. He's not ready. You know, uh, as opposed to someone that was very ready for what they had coming forward with selling a show, pitching it, and then selling it. And so you want to be ready. You want to do as much work and as much investigation and then work and work with your creative, you know, brain. Uh, brain. No, but with your with your content as much as you can so that you know it inside and out. Um, so that when maybe there is a change to be made that you're not getting offended, you're just making the change. You know, whether it might be a, to change the way a character looks or change the whole personality of a character but being very flexible that's really important mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the um other mountain too is you're going to get a lot of negative feedback on occasion too and you're not going to want to hear it you know there's been some times recently where we've gotten some negative feedback online and that's a huge mountain to climb as well you're like okay well uh we need to just uh you know see what they're talking about and if there's any validity to it there's not so you move no on. no and and anything really honestly oh yeah 
that comes in that is derogatory, just don't look at it. Yeah. I mean, we I've don't. Blo- I've been blocking a lot of people. Well, which is, which we is don't. A great we feature. don't look at it because yeah. we did many years ago, but we don't look at that stuff. So, um, you know, it's it's worth it for you not to look at that stuff because for your own you, peace of mind. Yeah, because you know, people will say anything. They don't have. They don't know you. Nope. At all, and so it's the stuff that's taken out of context, and it's the stuff that people. Yeah, and they're you know, like, you're like, just wait, mean people. Oh, it's terrible. They're just mean. So you don't want to, you don't want to indulge with them. You just want to let it go and and pray for those people because something is missing in their life that they would want to go out and. What's unfortunate is those ta- people attack someone like that. There's an old saying that says, "What goes around comes around," or like, or the Bible says, "You reap what you sow." Yeah, and unfortunately, when you put hate out there like that, that's going to come back to you. It's it's unfortunate. That's and, true, you know, but I do love the scripture Matthew 5 11 that says uh, blessed are you blessed are you blessed are you when they revile against you and say well well and curse you and curse you and say mean mm-hmm. things <laughs> said the Bible says evil things about you mm-hmm. which you know what for my sake yeah but you know what's so great about that is that every time something bad comes out think of yourself as being blessed yeah. every time and then that takes that sting away mm-hmm. you know and so anyway that's so so no matter how many people come out and say bad things you're getting blessed on many times which is great exactly so I have another trivia question for you because another one yeah because it wasn't fair that you got that one I haven't, I don't I haven't think, asked you your trivia okay I don't yet. think you're gonna get this one all right oh god you might here we go Drum okay roll. which 80s movie was the first to become a hit Largely due to MTV. Because um, uh, of MTV? Yes. 80s movie. Gosh, I think I've stumped kind of, him. Well, it's not enough information. Um, oh, come on. It's not enough information. Google said it was. Wait, how about this? Is it is it Suddenly Seeking Susan? Desperately Seeking Susan? No. So which movie? 80s Don't tell me yet. Don't movie tell me yet. was the first to become a hit largely due to MTV? MTV. Um, well, MTV came out in the early 80s. Did the movie come out like in 83, 82? Well, you know what? Oh, 81. yeah, it came out in 83. Fast Times Ridge Mountain High. No, 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 no. That was 81. Wait, hold on one sec. 83, hold on. Oh, Risky Business. No. No. What? You probably don't know if you watched this. There's not enough information in this uh, question. Well, okay, let me give you one more little one. Give me a clue. Um, Let's see. Give me a clue. Oh, dang, let's see. Um, The movie became a massive hit and grossed over 100 million worldwide. Mm-hmm. Is that enough? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> give me a give me you gotta give me a little something. Ah, uh, they, dang. Okay, it's got well, it's got to have music in it. It does. Was it electric? Right. Was it Electric Boogaloo? No, it says this Breaking 1983 two? film had a decent opening weekend, but the soundtrack was what capit- what catapulted the film to success. The movie's music producers and artists worked quickly to make music videos so that they could air on MTV. Wait, wait, wait. wait. It wasn't Dirty Dancing. That was 86. No, this was especially significant because the video was not released during summer or winter holiday periods, was not rated R, and did not have any major celebrities involved. Oh, I know what it was. Purple Rain. No. No, what? I got you. Flash Dance. Flash Dance. (laughs) I didn't even think about Flash Dance. Finally, I got you on Still not enough information. All right, Still not enough information. But still, I get Stop me on that one. Okay, who knew that? Did anybody else know that? I don't know. Well, here's, right, my, here's what's my, mine. Oh, you never get this one. <laughs> okay, in the in the Marvel movies, there's a character named Black Panther. Oh, forget it. Black Panther. All right, fine. What? What, what country does he rule over? What's the name of his country? That's too hard. No, no. All the all the mad hustlers out there know it. What is it? What's the name of the country? Well, okay. Let me ask you a question. It's an African country. Okay, I was gonna say, is it a real country? It's an, no, it's not a real country. It's a fake country. Well, that's too hard. It's got a fake name. Everybody, hey, Black Panther made a billion dollars at the box office. A lot of people know it. 
Mesopotamia. Close. <laughs> it's called Wakanda. Oh, I would never get that. Because he says, Wakanda forever. That's what he says. Ah, yeah. Fine, whatever. Well, guys, listen, we got to go. Hope you had a great week. Keep moving those mountains, guys. Keep moving them. Keep pushing hard because the reward is that much sweeter when you get to the top yes. of the mountain or move the mountain out of the way. You have the power. We'll talk to you guys later wait, on the next. Wait, Whoa. hold on. What? Don't forget our, our, our ending slogan. Oh, our slogan. That's yes. right. The dream is free. But the hustle is sold separately. Yes. See you guys later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Mad Hustle Podcast. We hope you are encouraged, inspired, and most importantly, motivated to get moving and sell your project in Hollywood. Remember to get Butch's book, Mad Hustle, on Amazon. It's a treasure trove of information about what to expect as you navigate the ins and outs of the entertainment industry. You can also find Butch on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. The man likes to hustle, and if you're serious, you should too.